Welcome to Paradigm Shift, the podcast about the intersection of business and law. By changing yourself, you can change your business. Now, here's your host, Christina Martini. Welcome to Paradigm Shift. My name is Christina Martini, and I am your host as we explore the intersection of business and law. In today's episode, we will look at the likability factor and its impact on our happiness and success as professionals. We will look at why likability is important and how its importance is often underestimated. We will also take a look at why likability impacts our ability to understand and relate to others. We will also examine a close cousin of the likability factor, which is gravitas. It is often referred to as charisma and executive presence. How important is gravitas to our success? And is it something we are born with or is it something we can learn? We will take a closer look at each of these in this episode. So let's start by taking a look at likability. The analysis seems simple enough. If people like you, you will be happy and successful. But if it is that easy, then why isn't everyone doing it? The likability factor, sometimes referred to as the LQ, remains an elusive concept. There is often an inherent tension and fundamental misunderstanding between the reality and fiction of what makes us likable, what we should do to be more likable, and whether it is even important. And while we may believe we have an intuitive sense of all of these things, we are often shallow and misguided in our notions. It is only in the past few years that we've even started a meaningful conversation about likability and its impact on our happiness and success. The simple fact is that we can't have a robust workforce that will effectively perform over the short and long term if mutual admiration and collegiality do not exist in our workplace. We cannot effectively create client service teams if our colleagues who are essential to those relationships don't like us and don't want to help. Given that our professional world consists of a flat demand for legal services, clients have a ton of fine lawyers to choose from, and they simply will not work with us if they don't like and respect us on both professional and personal levels. So what does it really mean to be likable? It means we can readily relate to others and vice versa. We do so by establishing common ground and parity in our relationships quickly and with ease. We are thoughtful, engaging, and focus on those with whom we are interacting in the moment, rather than allowing ourselves to become distracted and multitasking our way through a situation. We effectively empathize and see clearly the lens through which others view the world. We understand other points of view, demonstrate that we truly hear what people are saying, and act in accordance with that understanding. We meaningfully convey that we sense both the good and the bad that others feel and tailor our approach appropriately to the situation at hand and offer our assistance. We are also authentic and genuine in our communications and create alignment between what we say and what we do. We bring a certain level of excitement to our professional and personal circles because of the passion we bring to all that we do, and that sentiment ends up being contagious. Those around us feel like they have a strong sense of who we are and what we stand for, and they enjoy being with us. 
trustworthiness, credibility, and predictability are all critical ingredients of being likable. Clearly, there are a few underlying themes here. Our ability to connect with others is an essential element of the likability factor. As part of that, we need to gain an understanding of what motivates and inspires other people. What are they hoping to achieve, and how can we help them get there? How can we adapt our approach so that what we say and do is most impactful for them? Connecting with others is inherently a two-way street, and we need to remember that it is not all about us. In fact, being likable is very little about convincing others about how great we are and is much more about our ability to understand those around us. In determining what makes others tick and uncovering the common ground we all share, we should make a concerted effort to consider different points of view and to listen carefully to what others have to say. We also need to be thoughtful in how we respond. Our most powerful communications are both strategic and well-timed. We should also be keenly self-aware of our strengths and weaknesses and be brutally honest with ourselves about what we do well and what we need to work on. We must take a close look at ourselves and ensure that we are attuned to what others really think about us. The impression we make is a combination of many factors, including our intellect, personality, appearance, and demeanor. It is important to have a positive attitude and to understand that it is a powerful force which more readily precipitates the desired results upon which our clients and organizations thrive. We also need to regularly take stock of the nature and quality of our interactions with others. We should be attuned to how we feel during these encounters, both mentally and physiologically. We must listen to our bodies and whether we feel settled and balanced or uneasy. We can pick up on the energy of others and how they are feeling by paying close attention to both verbal and nonverbal social cues. Sometimes we need to step outside ourselves and actively seek this type of feedback from those around us whom we respect and trust. This may include working with executive coaches and other similar professionals. In considering what it means to be likable, it is also important to know what it does not mean. Likeability is not about winning a popularity contest. It also does not mean that we are a pushover. In our quest to be likable, we must be authentic and comfortable in our own skin. We cannot be everything to everybody, and there will be times when others may not like us, no matter how hard we try, and that's okay. While we should be sincere in our efforts to understand others and in treating them as we would want to be treated, we should also not take ourselves too seriously. None of us is perfect, and just making a good-hearted effort to connect with others will often go a long way. Bottom line, the likability factor affects our ability to understand and relate to others. While it is an important component of the overall package we offer clients and other business professionals, we need to keep in mind that it is only one of any number of skills which are critically important in our ability to meaningfully distinguish ourselves from the competition. Now, let's take a look at a close cousin to likability, gravitas. Gravitas is often used interchangeably with words such as charisma and executive presence. 
The Oxford Dictionary defines gravitas as dignity, seriousness, or solemnity of matter. And according to the Urban Dictionary, it is strength of character, self-esteem, and confidence. Wikipedia mentions that it is one of the Roman virtues and that it conveys a certain substance or depth of personality. Although it is defined in any number of ways, gravitas still remains a bit of a conundrum. Historically, this word has mainly been used in the political realm, but as it has become an increasingly mainstream concept, it is often applied in other contexts, including in the media and business worlds. As with other things which defy a clear-cut explanation, you know it when you see it. People with gravitas exude success, an air of authority and leadership, and they also command respect. They are effective communicators, and they garner credibility and convey a wisdom often attributable to both age and experience. They have a level of confidence which is readily perceived by others, yet without projecting a sense of arrogance. Those with gravitas are authentic and align what they say with how they think and what they do, which makes their communications with others much more powerful and impactful. They project selflessness as their way of being, rather than selfishness. There are a number of different components to gravitas. First, there is a certain level of substantive knowledge, intellectual horsepower, and focus we have which is critical in establishing gravitas. We are able to successfully leverage our strengths, but also recognize the limits of what we know and understand we don't know, which allows us to seek the assistance of others as needed. This serves the greater good and is key in maintaining our credibility. Our appearance and demeanor, which include how we look, dress, and present ourselves in both formal and informal settings, are also very important. There is a level of assertiveness and self-assuredness which go hand-in-hand hand with gravitas, and these are inextricably linked with our posture, body language, and level of engagement when interacting with others. Maintaining eye contact, having a firm handshake, delivering effective presentations, and projecting our voice when speaking are just a few of the many examples of how we exhibit gravitas. Being a great communicator is an essential ingredient. This means that we are able to take our knowledge and insight and successfully and passionately convey them to others in an inspiring way. We wholeheartedly believe in what we say and say what we believe. We are persuasive and project confidence and composure in our oral and written communications. When we have a healthy dose of emotional intelligence, we have the tools to take these communications to an even higher level since we are finely attuned to ourselves and to others. We are keenly aware of our audience in any given situation and understand the various points of view. We hear both what is said and unsaid and are able to read the room for clues and suggestions on how to make adjustments to our approach in real time. Maintaining a high level of engagement in these situations is an important element of gravitas. Developing and maintaining gravitas takes a lot of hard work. There is an age-old debate about whether it is something we are born with. As with most things in life, there are those who seem to effortlessly demonstrate gravitas, whereas others have a more difficult time with it. Regardless of which camp we are in, 
everyone can take steps in developing and harnessing gravitas. Working with professionals, such as executive coaches, can help us solicit honest and frank feedback from friends and colleagues about our personal effectiveness and our strengths and weaknesses, which can all be very effective tools in our development. We also need to recognize that Gravitas is not about bowling others over with how great we are. Rather, it is in the process of meaningfully connecting and making a positive difference, and in being kind and generous in the service of others, that our true essence, our gravitas, shines through. Whether we are born with it or are cultivating it from scratch, we must always look for ways to improve ourselves and our skills. Gravitas is not just for politicians, newscasters, and the C-suite anymore. It has become increasingly important for all professionals and for lawyers in particular. Having gravitas helps to inspire the trust, confidence, and peace of mind of clients. Clients are always seeking meaningful differentiators among their various service providers. Gravitas is often part of that secret sauce in the recipe for effectiveness and success. We all would benefit greatly by focusing on both our likability as well as our gravitas. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Paradigm Shift. We hope that you've enjoyed our discussion about the likability factor and the magic of gravitas. We appreciate you joining us and hope that you will join us next week. I am your host, Christina Martini. Please look for our weekly episodes every Tuesday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please visit us at www.paradigmshiftshow.com. We would love to hear from you. Please look for new episodes of Paradigm Shift every Tuesday.